I did yeah. say don't listen if you're driving. So I don't want anyone fucking suing us, <laughs> saying that the fell asleep behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> suing you? I said nothing. I was meditating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sticking that on me malpractice insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Now let's get down to some straight talking mental health, your weekly podcast where we tackle mental health issues in a different kind of way. My name is Peter Dunn and joining me today, like every other day, is Alan Clark. There you go. It'd be different without you, dude. It'd be different without you. It'd be weird. It'd just be me here sitting here talking shite. As opposed to sitting here talking shite with me. Pretty much, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. At least one of us know what they're talking about. Uh, anyway, this week on Trade Talking, uh, sorry, I, I've noticed over the last podcast that you're hearing me supping tea and putting cups up and down. So anybody <laughs> who's hearing weird noises, it's me drinking tea, okay? So I do. I kind of apologise for that, but I do enjoy my cup of tea on this podcast. So join us. Stick the kettle on. Come on. We'll wait. Go on. Stick the kettle on. Do, 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 do. Nah, go on with that. Right, there's a pause button down there. So <laughs> this week, we are straight talking mindfulness. Uh, we touched on it before a few times, but uh, Alan's going to go into more detail later on. I'm delighted with the impact last episode had uh, on mm. EMDR. Uh, Helen came on and she spoke about her story, uh, about how EMDR helped her. And the reaction has been fantastic since, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think outside of EMDR, I mean... It wouldn't have been the best to call an episode rape, but uh, I mean, Hel- Helen's story of being raped and you know how how she got through it, and uh, I think for anyone that hasn't hasn't this one, pause this one and maybe go back and listen listen to last week's one. Yeah, we wait. Go on. It is an incredible uh, story, and we were actually we're very privileged to get to get Helen's story. Yeah, uh, the reason why. If you didn't hear last week, Helen isn't a real name um, due to due to legal reasons, and there was some. It was a high profile case, and um, she was offered money to to tell her story to tabloids, but she she chose us uh, because she wanted it to be her story, and you know we're very grateful to her mm-hmm. for for giving us that opportunity to give her to give her a platform and she was a great guest and we'd, we'd, we'd good fun with her as well but mm. uh, very formed the thing that struck me actually was her laugh she had a great laugh yeah a, a real guffaw <laughs> it was a real short it was a great <laughs> laugh yeah. um, and it was nice to hear her laugh and you know I think uh, the story gave gave a lot of hope um, at the end of it you know and she was she was quick to impress that as well of going like you know there is hope don't, mm. don't write all of this off there is there is hope and there is light at the end of the tunnel and um, she's uh, she's a shining example of that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, that's it. Look, just somebody um, uh, somebody who was very brave to come on here and talk about her story. But again, just to stress, it was her story. Mm. Uh, we're not going to go mm. into detail about it. But mm. if she did sell it to the tabloids, then it'll be about the person who mm. carried out mm. the attack. Mm. And 90% that, 10% uh, Helen. So we wanted to give her the platform to tell her own story. Mm. And that's uniquely hers. And it's simple as, and it's not going to be about anybody else. And it's it's a fascinating story. And um, yeah, I'd urge everybody to just have a listen to it once. Just have a listen to it. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. See what there's you think. A, there's a little bit about EMDR mm. <laughs> as, as it helped her, and it's something you know. It's a, it's a topic mm. that's covered now. But you know, Helen Helen had came to us after listening to the CBT episode, and and she was. Um, so I I've been in contact with her, just checking in to see how she was doing and stuff, and um, she she was inspired to tell a story by Chris Pender, who came on and had told his story. Mm. Um, so on the episode about um, sexual abuse, sexual abuse, yeah. in, in childhood, yeah. Mm. Um, so I mean, this this is why we always encourage people to to tell their stories, to, to reach out, to get in touch, mm-hmm. and um, there it is. There's there's two people and. You know, Chris, unbeknownst to himself, inspired someone else, helped someone yeah. else tell their story, and one thousand percent, Helen will will help someone else in, Absolutely. in, in our story. We did have some, uh, we had some correspondence about it. Did you, did you see them? I did. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them. Do you have many of them there in hand? Yeah, let, oh. me, let me grab one to hand here. I think one of the common themes from all our guests that we've had on is it's been therapeutic. Mm. Mm. So it just goes to show you. It's good to talk. Yeah. It's good to yeah. talk. Get it out there. I wouldn't have a job. Mm. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. It helps people in, in ways that we don't even know about. Absolutely. You know, we've, we've had we've had some people get in contact, but, you know, the majority of people don't get in contact. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, they quietly listen. And, you know, the few people that did were like, oh, wow. You know, the ones that the ones that got in contact. So, you know, it's a privilege to be to be in this position and, yeah, yeah. and to, to get to tell their story. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it's it's something I get obviously it's something I get to, to hear every day. But um Andrew had commented on um the episode last week's and another excellent podcast, Praise Helen for Spirit and thank her for her participation. You're both lifting the stigma, guilt and ignorance off the subject of mental illness well done brilliant thanks Andrew it's fantastic yeah. to hear we got one on the on the app on the app as well you see that oh yeah the first where one. we host our podcast on mm. uh, Podbean so Rosie had had commented on, on on the podcast and she says well done to that lady for sharing her story loving the podcast mm. they're just thanks, a couple of the people that, that, that have got in contact and yeah. um, I know Helen is is feeling the better having, having told her she's she's quite proud of herself as, as she should be and mm-hmm. very encouraging uh, words of support for her as well well from from our friends and family so yeah absolutely uh, yeah just a privilege a privilege to be able to, to to get to give her a platform to have her voice heard and a privilege for all of us to hear it yeah absolutely yeah um so that's it if you want to check out the last episode it's on emdr it's episode number 24 uh, there's loads more episodes as well wherever you get your podcast be it spotify podbean podcast republic itunes or uh most of the platforms anyways we mm-hmm. have um episodes on how to cope we've the social dilemma there as well uh, self-harm uh, cbt uh therapy uh what happens when you go through therapy and um, the impact of covid uh on you the impact of covid on, on artists um uh, you know we've got video game addiction there uh, depression uh trauma sexual abuse self-esteem anxiety so there's loads there if you want to check back at any time and uh, if you feel like it share the podcast share them with your friends share them with your family share them with people you don't like it might <laughs> turn them into people you do like you never know <laughs> <laughs> or it might make them fucking not like you even more exactly yeah <laughs> the fuck you sending me these dumb motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> I've just lost out in my life there's an hour an hour and a half I'm never getting back mm-hmm. there you go um, how's the weight loss coming along yeah gone the right direction again oh good man well done week. yeah yeah um, it started three weeks ago so we started with lockdown and the goal was to to lose weight over over the six weeks so I started at 12.8 got down to 12.5 
just it wasn't Halloween and I wasn't eating those shite shit. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> uh, that's that's the, the simple answer to it. Do you uh, notice the um, the the benefits to your mental health when you do an exercise? Yeah. Uh, like, do you feel uh, more energized? You know, when you start today, if you do a bit of exercise in the morning or whatever, you know, you feel you can attack the day now. You've got I'm, that I'm, out of I'm the way. I'm usually good in the mornings. I'm, I'm, I'm an early riser. Like, uh, mm. I'm, I'm definitely a morning person. Uh, you know, I normally wake up kind of around half six, seven, just kind of natural body clock. And I'm usually good to go. I usually sleep pretty good. Uh, start the day meditating, as we'll talk about mindfulness mm-hmm. later on. Um, and that, that kind of sets me up. Obviously, the, the exercise is kind of mixed bag then as well, because... You know, my fucking back is still niggling away at me, like. Oh yeah. You know, and and the part was like, I'm kind of going to stay at it for the rest of the year, and then I'll see in the new year. But I reckon I'm going to have to get another MRI done, um, on me back, mm. uh, because I don't know. It's not like I'm saying I'm, I'm giving it a few, giving it the, another few weeks, kind of build it up, see if I can strengthen it, see yeah. if I condition it a little bit more. But I'm hoping, uh, hoping not another MRI. Are you getting the same pains that you've gotten originally? Yeah, it's just I'm always in a kind of constant state of discomfort. It's it's not the same as the tumour. It's it's a yeah. different pain. It's 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 the herniated disc, so it kind of kicks the hip out, and Ooh. that then puts a puts a strain on other parts of my back and and stuff mm. like that. So, um, so I'll give it I'll give it a few weeks and see if I can strengthen it and condition it, and then hopefully see how well, go, yeah. I, I know it's going to need another MRI but I'm just hoping oh maybe maybe it's just an injury and a bit of exercise will, yeah. will, will loosen it up or something but yeah because I was just watching the Masters there just before we come on and uh, that's, 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 that's me royal for this week missing, missing playing golf I've, I've played two games of golf this year and that was back in January mm. um, so I haven't even I haven't been watching the golf I haven't been buying golf clothes uh, like just because I can't. That's <laughs> just yeah. fucking uh, avoiding upsetting myself by, by not going out or not looking at anything golf related. Even some of the uh, myself and the lads have the, uh, the the WhatsApp group chat. Like even in that, like it'd be very minimum <laughs> interaction mm. in it. Normally just a slag off one of the lads, and then, <laughs> then I go silent again. I'm not saying much around. I'm not saying much on the golf side of things. Um, so yeah, but and did you not go back playing golf when? You could play golf. They're drawing like level not two. Not fucking lockdown. Was. No, no. No, before that. Grand. No, no. no. Golf courses. No, so my back was fucked. Ah, right. Okay. My back went during first lockdown. Hmm. Um, I was. It was actually. It was the day. It was the next day. I was supposed to go playing golf, and I was out in the garden, moved a few bags of compost that I literally moved oh, the exact yeah, same ones the day before, twisted, mm. and I was gone. And I had to text my mate, on no golf tomorrow. And, Having mm. the plan to fucking weather splitting the trees. Yeah. You know, it was like... Sad. Speaking of your back, mm-hmm. um, 
Aaron got in touch with us. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, well done on the podcast. Fair play to you. Uh, so cheers for that, Aaron. Thanks, Mel. Nice one, Aaron. Um, something you were talking about, Alan, struck a chord when, I'm, uh, when you mentioned your spinal tumour. Yeah. Um, so Aaron is in the same situation as you were in. He hurt mm-hmm. his back and he had to go for multiple scans. So mm-hmm. they found a tumour, which is mm-hmm. benign, thankfully. And yeah. uh, the neurosurgeon said, uh, we won't worry about it unless we have to. Um, it has put his mind at ease a little bit, but mm-hmm. Aaron unfortunately lost his mum to cancer and says, I just get little voices in my head wondering it could turn into something worse, but hopefully it won't. Just with the kids and stuff, your mind would go haywire. So Aaron wants to know, how did you deal with the news? And were you worried it could have been something worse? Yeah, it's actually interesting timing because Facebook memory came up the other day and it was a photograph that I had got from the neurosurgeon to say that. Um, uh, so when I went in, so depending on where Aaron's is, uh, I think mine was on the L3 or L4, L4, L5. Mm. That's the lower part of your back. Um, and when I went in uh, to meet to meet with him, meet with the consultant, uh, he said, well, it's probably not cancer. It's probably not cancerous mm. because tends to not you kind of tend to not to get cancerous cells in that area. Okay. But it may be somewhere higher up in your brain, possibly. <laughs> so um, so I had to go and have a full brain and MRI scan. So mm. from top top to bottom, from the hips up. How long between the... Two um, weeks. Two weeks? <laughs> yeah. Were they a long uh, two yeah, weeks? Yeah. They were a long two weeks, yeah. What goes uh, through your the, head during the, the two worst weeks? part was, yeah, I remember, I'll tell you exactly what went through my head at that point. I was with James's mum at the time, she was pregnant. And I had to drive her somewhere. I was driving her. I remember I had to drive her somewhere. Obviously, she was heavily pregnant. And uh, I was in the car. I just broke down crying one day. And um, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't around my own mortality. But it was at the thought of James not being James yet, still being yeah. still being in the womb. But at the thought of uh, him growing up without a father, if it was cancer, I was like fucking. I was like brain cancer. You know, mm. um, so that was those those couple of weeks were were, were fairly rough. Um, just to, and then the, the the relief then to to get the letter to say no other cells found. So they brought me into Beaumont then, um, cut sliced the back. So I think what they do is obviously cut your spine, cut your back. I think they took a bit of the bone off the spine, mm. kind of took a bit off, like a bit of Lego. Cut the, cut the tumour off the nerve because I was kind of going in and out of the nerve. Mm. Stuck the bone back on and then stitch, stitch me back up. You've heard me talk about uh, the surgeon before and admiring his handiwork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I'd take it. I mean, if, if uh, on the back, it tends not to be cancerous cells and if they've checked mm. everything else, you know, you're probably, you're, you're probably okay if they're, if they're, if there's no, if there's, I imagine there's some pain that that's how, yeah, yeah, that that's the function of pain to bring her awareness to something, something not being okay. Mm. Um, but the worry so, is that it would go elsewhere, I'd imagine. As you were saying, you know, it could be, could no, be it starts, brain. starts elsewhere. No, yeah, so what he was saying to me was it's somewhere else. Oh, kind right, of I get you. Cancer cells that have fallen out of your head or something. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Uh, but it, it, it tends to, you know, you don't really hear people getting cancer of the spine like her, mm. cancer of the back. Um, right. Uh, so that's why they had to check. So they found, so what happened for myself was, 
was in fucking back pain. I was in agony. I was constantly in and out of hospital at times, having to go to A and E, get all these injections. Mm. Went to the doctor. Oh, I'll give you these painkillers. I was like, no. I said, I don't want painkillers. I said, I want to know what's wrong. Yeah. Uh, so sent me for the MRI. MRI came back. Said <laughs> I had to. I think I had to ring the doctor to say, uh, or he rang me. Did he ring me? Can't remember. But he was literally reading it while I was on the phone because I could hear him going tumor. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> I was like, <Yeah>. okay, um, <laughs> right. Oh, that's now. Don't be worrying about that. Now, that's not to say that that doesn't mean it's cancer now or anything. Um, so I had to be sent then for another MRI, and at this time they give you an injection, which, mm. which gives you a dye contrast, so they can get a better view of um, oh yeah, yeah of of the tumor. So then they did that. Um, went to see. Uh, went to see the surgeon, the, the consultant. He ordered another full brain and spine MRI, so they scanned me from top to middle, and then I came back said there's no other, no other uh, cells. So mm. and it was, so it was all, it was all grand. And so, yeah, yeah. So no, it basically kind of start somewhere else rather than it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that was that was a, that was the impression I got from them anyway. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, um, that's why I had to go for the full one uh, after after they found out there was there was a tumor there. You know, as Aaron said there, you know, with the kids and all, if you were if you were a single man mm. with no responsibilities and nobody um, who's relying on you, would you be more inclined to go? Oh, it'd be grand. I won't go yeah. get it checked. Out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah probably. You know, when you obviously have to think about the others around you were saying, you know, James mm. wasn't born at the time. And yeah, yeah. That was obviously going to. And that was the you thing. Know. Yeah, that was the thing that got to me. It was, mm. it was, you know, the, the the older kids obviously. Yeah, of course. They got a good few years on me, like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but you know, James had had the mm. possibility of not getting any years out of me. Um, yeah. So, but thankfully. But I think you know, the difficulty um, would be to be told you had a tumour and not to worry about it unless you have to. So for me, that would be bugging me. You know, I'd be thinking, oh, I wonder, it's hardly got worse. It's hardly turned. It's hardly something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rather than, mm-hmm. um, because I, about 10 years ago, I had I'd a mole removed from my knee, not the major, but it was, I think like 12 mil in diameter. So big enough. But it's something I I always had, you know, just like a Mm -hmm. birthmark, whatever. But my dad was always, you know, keep an eye on that now and be careful and, you know, make sure it's not itching or bleeding or getting bigger. Mm -hmm. So the rule of thumb for moles are if it's bigger than the diameter of the top of a pencil, then get it checked out. And doctor looked at it and said, no, no, it's fine. It's not raised, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he said, look, do you want to get it removed? And I said... Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind to just get rid of it because I'm conscious of it otherwise. And he said, uh, no, it'll leave a scar on your knee. I'm like, okay. No. You know, I'd rather be alive to appreciate my knee you know, than have a Laura's scar. not going to go, I couldn't stay with him anymore. You should have seen the scar on his scar knee. It was, was fucking hideous. Yeah, it's about a half an inch long. Don't ridiculous. look at me. I'm hideous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just um, I said, look, whip it out, get rid of it. So uh, they did that and uh, a test on it as they normally do and said, yeah, it's benign or whatever. But I don't worry about it anymore. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, I'd still be going, every time you get an itch in your leg, you're going, oh, Jesus, is, is that cancer? Or am I am I dying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it just men that kind of go from... <laughs> 
not to 100 think, and like no, 0.5 the second. Yeah, oh yeah, shit, yeah. you know, a lump. Fuck, you know what I mean? What's this? Yeah, what, an yeah. itch. Well, rightly so too. You know, you get it checked out. Like if, you, if you're in doubt or... Mm. You know, oh, get, absolutely. Get checked out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go Don't go with the ass. Ah, fuck it, it'll be grand. Yeah. But uh, you know, what, what I'd say to Aaron is, you know, if he does still have any, you know, uh, doubts or worries about it, you know, go and mm. get another MRI or go and get it checked out. But I mean, that's their job. You know, you we, mm-hmm. you know, obviously you don't want to put blind faith in them but um, do you mind me asking why you got the benign tumour removed was that causing the pain can, yeah it was in fucking oh, that was actually <laughs> yeah. causing the pain yeah, it, it, it uh, grown around the, yeah, doing nothing yeah. effectively yeah oh, okay, no, it was on yeah. except the nerve had grown in and out of it or something ah, alright yeah. I get you I get you yeah. um, I was only like what they say it was like a centimetre or a centimetre and a half or something mm. but one, one of the things I took from it was uh, how amazing the human body is and how fragile so there was something centimetre um, and I was in agony mm. in absolute agony yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've got that something so small tiny has you in agony and then they bring me in rip me fucking spine open stitch me back open and back walking then just stitch you open. Fair play to you. Yeah. Fucking slice surgeon, you, man. Slice yeah. you open. Yeah, slice <laughs> you open and then stitch, stitch you back up. But then, like I said, I had the, the surgery on the Monday. Woke up Monday afternoon. I think I woke up Monday night. Had to lay on my back still. Couldn't move for 24 hours. And then had me up um, walking on the Tuesday. And I was out Wednesday morning. Mm. I was fucking, obviously walking, barely walking. I was hobbling. Yeah. But a few weeks later, then I'm walking around and Grand job, yeah, you know. So that just just shows how amazing the human body. Is. Yeah, 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 yeah. How, how fragile and how resilient. Mm, true, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so there you go, Aaron. Hopefully that helps. Thanks for getting in touch. And if anybody yeah, else wants yeah. to get in touch, you know how to do it. Uh, straight talking podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, you can get us on Twitter at SCRA Talking Pod. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram as well. You can follow the hashtag SGMH. So you were saying one of your riles was no golf. No golf. Yeah. No that's, golf. that's me, Ryle. Mm. No, I don't think I've had no, no, no other no other riles. Who uh, was it that hit that hole in one the other day? I seen the video of oh, skating Ram, across the water. It? Skip, skipped it across the water. Yeah. My God. Spanish, Spanish guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're all talking about the Shambo, Bryson, the Shambo. They call him the scientist. He's basically gone on this. Basically, just rebuilt his body, turned into this fucking tank, but it's all for power. He's all just yeah. all about the gains, but it and he's hammering it like they're like, oh fucking Bryson hit it sixty yards longer there than such and such. Mm. Um, so they're saying like they think they think he'll piss away with it, but he, he's not winning. But he's basically they call him the scientist because he like he weighs balls, he, he puts them in water, he tests them. He's like, well, wow. what if this angle? If this angle? If what if it's that? What yeah. if there's a bit of dirt on this side? What if? And mm. he just, he bulked up. He was like, just this tall, normal. And then he just turned into this fucking tank. Jeez. Just et and et and et. And then just converted it all to muscle and the power then that he had. But it's all, whatever way he's conditioned his body, it's just all to get power into the ball. It's Nick Gas. You remember your traditional golfers like uh, the Elfels with beer bellies and cardigans mm, mm, and mm. pink caps who can whack yeah. a ball, you know. Yeah. And now, like strength and conditioning and all this. And you hear Rory McIlroy on it, but it's McIlroy's the same, yeah. Yeah, amazing. You know, the McIlroy, McIlroy kind of started, well, Tiger, I think, kind of started, but McIlroy kind of 
kind of took it to the next level. I remember McElroy, um seen an interview with him and he said, um, you know, how obsessed with Tiger is the game and all that. And he said, oh yeah, Tiger ring at like four o'clock in the morning. He said, what are you doing, man? He's like, yeah, I'm asleep. What are you doing? I'm in the gym. <laughs> you know, Tiger being Tiger in the gym. But he yeah, tried he to psych him out, this. you know. Yeah, he he oh, became shit. an athlete. I should be you in know? the gym as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's it. And now they've all had to up their game because mm. they're, they're guys there. Like, and obviously they're, the, the tees are strategically placed so if you hit the club you hit this club you're going to the bunker so you got to take your you got to take your poison you're going to the bunker or you lay it short you're going to add another shot yeah. and it doesn't even come into the equation for the shambo because he just whacks it past mm. he used to do what, what, what Rory does but he's gone even further again so it's like that's not even on his radar he's, he's going over the bunkers yeah and there's well he's already gained a shot now once he if he, if he puts like so I tell you dude in, in no time we're going to see strength and conditioning for darts players wait till you see you know already we're seeing skinny dutch men like some of but, the best the dart showers around you know they've all, they've all changed like I said Mac- McElroy changed like and they're, now they're all in the gym they're mm. all big gym heads like now they're, they're golf athletes you yeah. know it isn't like your, your outlets like you said that, that it would have been mm. now the boys are like oh shit McElroy's hitting a fucking 300 plus I got you know I, I need to need to compete with that. And do you think Shane Lowry comes. goes to the gym? Uh, no. And well, I'd say no. I'd say he does. I'd say he does. Despite he'd have to. Yeah, he'd have to. He, he just looks just... like somebody who's never exercised in his life. Yeah, you know? yeah Obviously, yeah. he's a professional athlete and a fantastic yeah, yeah. one at that. You yeah. know, like they're, they're but, still uh, walking. You know, they're still walking six, seven miles, and they're still. And but where you see mm, the conditioning true. is. Um, and and I you, you know I see it myself and I see it in the lads it's it's the mental resilience mm. you know because the fatigue kicks in okay. you know you play the first you play the front nine and you be grand and then you kind of get to 12 13 and you're like fuck you know and you're just you haven't got the strength in it and you know you're trying to trudge on and trudge on yeah, and trudge yeah. on and so you know and that's the thing but that's the thing I like about golf is that it's such a psychological game like have you ever been in a position like, where you had to win the game? You had to make a shot. Um, have I? You know, um, pressure's on. Can't remember. See, I never really. You're there with the putter. Yeah, I never. You know, when you know, we let certain lads would be playing. I I never really played against them. I only ever played against myself. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't care if they won. I didn't care if I lost. I was just trying to Improve better myself. Mm. Yeah, and you know, just get it all around every time. So. I never really cared. Um, now, if you're in a competition and you're playing with someone else, obviously you kind of get the game face on. But, mm. uh, but no, I, I only ever I only ever played against myself. Ah, all right. Um, yeah. And you know, but it is a it is such a psychological sport. Mm. That, you know that to be able to pick yourself back up after a bad shot, well, you don't let it get in, and then you're yeah, you lose, yeah. A, you that lose takes one right. hole, you lose another hole, you lose another hole, and mm. so a lot a lot of the a lot of the top guys like would be you know be, be in fairly good psychological shape. Like yeah, you have yeah. To be. Mm. Um, what's your smile for this week? Smile. Um, we had Helen's story. Um, mm-hmm. uh, do you know? Do you know? I watched. Uh, I watched her. I watched the film there earlier today. Uh, the opening act. Have you ever seen it? Nah. You're asking the wrong man. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it seems to be just a small indie kind of thing. No uh, comedy, but it's about this um, Japanese, Japanese American or Chinese American, uh, and he wants to be a comedian. He grew up watching comedy with his father, and it, it kind of tracks him as he kind of tries to be the opening act and um, yeah. but uh, Cedric the Entertainer uh, is in it he plays a part and you know Cedric yeah yeah fucking oh, well. hilarious played under yeah. 12 hurling with him yeah go on. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, it reminded me then of the Kings of Comedy. Do you ever see that? that yeah. Set? Yeah. And, but what it reminded me of was Bernie Mac. Oh, Bernie Mac. Yeah. That's that's exactly. Every time I hear mm. Bernie Mac, I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Yeah. Bernie Mac shame. is dead. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, but it got me thinking then of, is there any celebrity, comedian, musician, actor, anything like that, that when you hear of, you go, fuck, fuck, he was dead. Because for me, it's it's Bernie Mac, mm-hmm. George Michael, and Prince. I ever hear a George Michael song, you're like, fuck, George Michael made some good music, like, and dead. Prince, yeah. fucking fantastic music, dead. I've never heard the Prince. I can't, yeah, I, I was never a massive, massive fan, mm. but you could fucking, you can appreciate the shit out of it, like. Oh, you could, You yeah. know, I, I'd, I'd be one for a couple of his greatest hits and stuff like that, like, and... But yeah, like that, you're like, you know, you hear one of the classics, you know, you hear Purple Rain or you hear anything and you're like, fuck, mm. never going to get anything like that again. Same, yeah, yeah. George Michael seems to be a big one, you know, you hear the likes of Careless Whisper or something come on the radio or You hear more of a Love. Yeah, and you're just like, Jesus, you forget the great pop songs that. Yeah, that yeah. And then Bernie, Bernie then with the with the comedy, you know, his his piece on the deaf comedy jam, like. It's just fucking fantastic. Kick it! I ain't yeah. scared of you motherfuckers! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I pull my dick out, the whole room get dark. <laughs> Kick it! <laughs> I love the routine he does around. I'm blessed. Man. I'm hung low. <laughs> <laughs> around uh, his brother bringing him to court when he's going for custody of the kids. Do you ever hear that? Mm. Oh, that's just hilarious. That you know. just yeah. brilliant. Um, yeah, Bernie Mac. Uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Robin yeah. Williams, Fuck. yeah, no, he's the one where you go, Jesus, like, yeah. Wow. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good one to think about. Yeah. Yeah, watching that today and Cedric and then it just reminds me of Bernie and then that fucking, ah, fuck. It's just one of them ones every time. It's like, shit. Yeah. Bernie's dead, like. Yeah, mad. Bernie was like, um, uh, the NWA of comedy. <laughs> yeah. You know, he just was controversial and did yeah, not give. Yeah. It, Didn't give a fuck. Not yeah, a bit of it. Yeah, not brilliant. a bit of it. Um, <laughs> What's the mom? Was it? The, didn't he take in the sister's kids or something like that? Or and uh, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think he's in North Carolina. We're family in North Carolina. And, you know, you're faggot. You know, I eat a kid. I want some cookies. I want some milk cookies. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just doesn't give... He didn't give a fuck, like... Yeah. He got his own show, Bernie Mac show. He did, yeah. yeah. yeah I think that was a kind of watered down... Uh, ah, I think it was based around that concept. Yeah, it, it would have been. Taking yeah, yeah, the yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like... And uh, even his appearance in Bad Santa... He was amazing in that. You know, he's the security oh, I guard. I remember seeing it years ago. Well, oh. I tell you what he is in Transformers. The first Transformers movie. I've never seen him he's in that yeah. and I'd be James loves that film like we watch it all the time and that's I'd be like ah, Bernie and he'd be like Uncle Bobby B baby Uncle Bobby B and he comes in and James is watching I'm like Uncle Bobby B baby yeah. he's like oh, will you stop yeah. saying that no yeah. <laughs> Uncle Bobby B baby <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's that, cool. that was um, yeah just watching that just had, just had me thinking yeah mm. it made you smile but it made you think yeah, yeah, a yeah. little bit. Yeah, my smiles. Uh, I mean, I would say that. Um, I was playing. I, I, I was playing. Um, I was playing that game I've been talking about. That Ghost of Tsushima. I, I cleared oh, that at yeah. the weekend. But oh, just amazing game. So now, yeah, I know you're not a gamer, but for anyone that is, you, I'd you love know to that, be a gamer. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I did look at the PlayStation Five and go, "Fuck, 
Well, uh, I just buy yeah, it. Hang off, hang on uh, for a few months yet. You won't get one yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. But uh, <laughs> I have time to play it anyways. Somebody exactly, could sell yeah. me a box with a brick in it, and it'll still be sitting there <laughs> till next two June. years. There, yeah. you open it up. Hang on a fucking minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I cleared that at the weekend. But I playing it. I don't play online games. I play. I just play links in that story. Story mode. base. Yeah. But I was playing. Uh, I was playing my camera and playing my Elder Sunday and on, on Saturday. We were just playing together. Like you know, it's like oh, you go this way and you go that way, and it's. That was cool, like, you know, I was like, yeah, well, we can chat away. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's why that's what appeals to the kids of playing online with their friends all the time. Like, mm. uh, you were saying before, yeah, I think you would ask Cameron about hanging out or playing games yeah, online that's right. with their friend. Because that's, I mean, that's all they have at the minute, but, you know, it, but did there is a lot to it before. for them. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Well, that was pretty quiet. Uh, busy with work. I had to, I had to deliver, actually, as we're doing the mindfulness later on. I'm teaching, uh, I was asked to teach a workshop over for four weeks down in Chokdara for on mindfulness, uh, mindfulness for men. So, um, oh, very good. Yeah. So just a heads up, I won't be able to record on Thursday nights ah, <laughs> right. from the end of November. <laughs> Here, we should do it live. What do you think? <laughs> live from Alan's mindfulness class. I love yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do they're that. like, Here, we're fucking paying you and they're all getting it for free. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, fair play just, to you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. What's been going on with you? Um, kind of leading into one of my smiles, actually. Uh, mm. You were talking with, you know, playing with Cameron. Um, I had a pint with a good friend of mine uh, over on Zoom. You're having your Zoom, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I just really loved it. You know that? Mm. It was just great to catch up with him, have a few drinks, have a laugh. Like the lad was sitting in front of me, it was great crack. You know what I mean? Mm. Great to catch up and everything. It was great to be able to go from the sitting room and just say to Laura, I'm going for a pint, I'll see you later, <laughs> Grand, and just go into the next room and set up the laptop. You know? <laughs> it was great. No taxis home, no sitting in the rain, no getting drowned. So, yeah, but no, although no I missed chips either, on though. the way home. Just, yeah, 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 there you go. That <laughs> <laughs> was drunk chipper. <laughs> Yeah, can't fucking bed. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you don't want to have to disrupt somebody so you can go in and stick the oven on preheat. You know, they come back. You know, kind of kills the flow of the session. You know, but uh, loads no, of vinegar, Laura. Loads of vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> Me slumped over the counter eating the chips. <laughs> what? Who's a dad? Uh, Trying to start a fight with the teddy bear in the corner. You know? Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm never into the no, likes of that. Four pints pee, yeah? Four pint pee, yeah. That's me. <laughs> uh, one thing crossed my mind, actually. Um, it's about... It's about alcohol. I'll get to it soon, but I'll get to my royal first, okay? Mm-hmm. Um... The rile I have this week was kind of a rile. I kind of laughed at it a little bit. But um, I was going to a local shop the other day, a small shop, and they have a, a car park across the road. So I pulled into the car park and I parked the car. And with that, get out of the car. I was putting my mask on and this car pulled up and stopped in front of me. And I was getting this, excuse me, excuse me. I said, yeah, you're right. You just whizzed in here, and there was two cars trying to reverse, and you whizzed in here. <laughs> I went, okay. Did I? Uh, okay. Maybe maybe I did. Okay. I know I'm a decent driver, but I mm. know I make mistakes as well, and that's fair enough, and none of it is intentional. Mm. Uh, obviously, we don't make mistakes intentionally. So mm. I just said to her, I said, okay. Um, if so, purely accidental. She wouldn't accept that. She wanted blood. Yeah, well, you just whizzed in here and there was two cars <laughs> trying to reverse out and I thought, 
hold on for a second. If you're trying to reverse out, mm. you have to give way to the main thoroughfare. Yeah. So technically, she was in the wrong. Mm. And I thought to myself, am I really going to stand here in a car park and argue with some idiot? <laughs> you know, am I going to do that? And I just said, no. I just turned to her and said, thanks for your observation. Have a good day. <laughs> and walked away. You know, for your observation. That's yeah, it. Yeah, and I yeah. said, and I was walking away and I was thinking to myself, I should have just told her to fuck off. <laughs> then I was thinking, no, why would you do No, I'm, I'm not into that. I'm not confrontational, so I wouldn't mm-hmm. bother. Uh, maybe I should have. No, no, fuck it. I did the right thing. You know, happy out. Mm. Good luck. And I only copped it later on. Yeah, I have a dash cam, right. Uh, I'll have a look at that. Had a look at the video, and it was just me pulling into a car park. No, so you no cars reversing or anything. And I said, <laughs> hold on for a second. I said to Laura, will you have a look at that video? Can you notice that I'm doing wrong? No, can't see anything. Do you think I'm going into the car park fast? No, no, it's fine. And switch on to the next video and you can see your one. Make me you, you, you me, you me. And Laura just went, some people are just crazy. And I said, you know, some, yeah. you're right. Some people are just crazy. So <laughs> there you go. That's my royal. But I kind of laughed it off. But it's still at the same time you're thinking, you know, I should have just ordered a fuck off. You know, <laughs> seriously, Ask get a life. Absolutely. And then I was thinking, well, I just... You know, or should I just like go looking for her? <laughs> just to tell her to just, fuck off. <laughs> exactly. Or just should I just made made it worse and say something like, "I do what I like." You know, just a like really you, annoyer. You know? <laughs> but no, I, I'm not into kind of calling people on or driving or whatever. Yeah, Actually, yeah. you know something? I think if somebody, and it has happened before, uh, pulls out in front of you, does something stupid, but immediately they put up the hand to say sorry. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's enough for me. I couldn't yeah, give yeah, it. I'm not going to go chasing after them, look for an yeah. argument. That's enough. We're human. We make mistakes. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah that's just... Exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, alcohol. Mm. Um... I was looking there the other day uh, at an article about uh, magic mushrooms. Mm. No, uh, they're now legal in Oregon. Uh, oh, right. we have listeners in basically. We have listeners in Oregon, by the way. Hello. Uh, yeah, out of curiosity, I said I'll yeah. have a look onto our statistics, and uh, mm. yeah, so hello to everybody in Oregon. Mm. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> and uh, maybe you need magic mushrooms to listen to us. I don't know. <laughs> you might just fucking take a magic mushrooms and listen to those. Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck. So um, they, uh, yeah, so they held these small like clinical trials mm. and they discovered that patients with uh, major depressive disorder mm. Mm. who were given two doses and had shown a reduction in depressive symptoms. And yeah. uh, the effects persisted for up to four weeks with minimal side effects. Mm. Where do you stand on the likes of them treatments? Nah, stand by the science. Mm. If it works, it works. You know, I mean, it depends on the it depends on the study size. I I, I know I knew I knew what you were going to talk about there, um, but yeah, there has there has been there has been shown to 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 help. Um, I think once once the study size. So what to do? So you do a research project, and then it needs to be peer reviewed. That means mm-hmm. someone else reviews your your methods applies the same thing and then they do it and you come out with the same result mm-hmm. there's, there's the science you know yeah. science is about being repeatable which is why psychology isn't technically science mm-hmm. because you're not going to get the same effect every time yeah you know, what if, if we were in a room and we sucked all the oxygen out and both of us died and you go and do that that's repeatable well it's a scientific fact yeah we require oxygen to live <laughs> You know that's 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 a scientific fact. Yeah. So yeah, and I think I think once the once the research is there, 
you know, go for it. You know, whatever, whatever works. Why is it so hard to get uh, stuff like that approved by government? You know, why is it so hard to go to government to go, well, look, this works. You know, mm. you know, mm-hmm. cannabis has uh, the effect on the mind that kind of helps people with um, arthritis, um, mm. you know, tremors, the likes of that as well. Mm. Um, well, I mean, the cannabis is getting legalized. I mean, that that is, you know, you see in America, particularly state by state. I think Canada, I think Canada is legal altogether in Canada. Not sure. But how yeah, come it's no, such a long, bloody process? Well, this this is where the, the scientific research is, you know. So you have to, you know, you don't just do something and then it's instantaneous. You know, they'll be testing that over over a long time. It's the same with the with the COVID, you know, with the, the saying, oh, 90% effective. Mm. And everyone's like, oh, how come they can develop this? And it's like, well, because they had a fucking vaccine for COVID-18. And they're mm. taking what to know about that and trying to apply it to COVID-19. Um, so that's why we we didn't hear about COVID eighteen of how it affected us or mm. SARS ten years ago. You know, they've, they've, they're they're building on the research um, that they have. Look, some people come in and go, it's "Big pharma, big pharma don't you know they would want fucking." But it's like, well, if big if there's money to be made off it, don't fucking worry. Big big pharma will, yeah. will be at the top of that line. But mm. um, I seen a very good documentary actually on um, weed growers or something, some drugs. Uh, documentary on netflix and they're talking to the small farmers and you know and this is their this is their plant you know they grow legal cannabis and stuff like that and what you need to do to be to make any sort of money out of it and mm-hmm. it's very it was very interesting but look if these things are proven to be effective don't worry like big, big businesses will be at, at the forefront to make money off it true but it has to be you know you have to show the long-term effects of it um, and the clinical trial sizes, you know, they smoked, they didn't, okay, they smoked for X amount of time, okay, there was no long-term, long, no long-term effects, um, you know, so mm. science is, it's, good science is thorough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Here's a question for you. Mm. If somebody just discovered alcohol now, what do you think the government would say if they went and said, we want to legalise this? Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't work. <laughs> they tried it in Prohibition in America. That was the Volstead Act uh, in the 20s. They just tried mm. it underground. Um, so No, no, no. But if it was invented now. Oh, yeah. Well, sure, look at it. Look how dangerous it is. Like, mm. You know, when when you do put it up against cannabis or mushrooms or something, what's what's the what's the side effects? What's, what's the... Well, it's uh, four lads shite talking at four o'clock in the morning watching fucking Dave Chappelle. Eating mm. fucking crisps. <laughs> yeah. That's about the fucking worst that comes out of it. <laughs> Obviously, you don't want them operating a vehicle, but mm-hmm. um, but in compared to the fights, the deaths, yeah, you know, the murders, the suicides that are alcohol mm. um, influenced, you know, to be. I think no matter what it is, it all comes down to responsibility. Mm. You know, mm. you need to take responsibility for yourself. Mm. Um, mm. The same as alcohol, you know, it's there to be enjoyed don't abuse it and don't mm. hop into a car you know but when you hear people saying stuff like um, oh you know I I, uh, I only attacked him because I was drunk it was yeah. you who did it yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? yeah, it yeah. makes yeah. you more of what you already are you yeah. know I mean um, I was a uh, Johnny we had on had a great one you know you're making a judgement around something that impairs your judgement yes that was a great very good yeah, yeah yeah that was yeah. a good one yeah yeah um, that was on our How to Cope episode. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, well, there you go. Um, right, mindfulness. Mm. Uh, it's such a great buzzword lately, isn't it? Mindfulness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but took, I... Took uh, over from CBT. 
Oh, did it? Yeah, okay. As, as, the, as the end buzzword. Yeah. You yeah. see, I, one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted to start meditating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a clue how to meditate. Uh, as I was saying to you before, I thought it was just cross your legs, sit on the floor, back straight and go, hmm, or mm-hmm. like half an yeah, hour or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, watch your breathing, basically. Forms. But... Yeah. Um, you got the gist of it. Okay, is that it? <laughs> All right. So, if you want to get in touch, uh, you can get. <laughs> That's been our episode on uh, on mindfulness. <laughs> That's it. Jesus, where are you to be? Fucking hell, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking forward ah, to getting paid just to tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but feel That's bad taking I... the money for teaching this workshop. No, no harm. <laughs> um, no, that's what I wanted to learn a little bit more about meditation. And you're talking about mindfulness. And to mm. me, mindfulness, is it's a new term, effectively. Mm. It's mm. mindfulness like the umbrella for everything that contains meditation, CBT, blah, blah, blah. Uh, or med- meditation is the kind of formal sitting of it. So when you sit down to meditate, you know, so in the morning when I formally meditate, you know, sit there with purpose to focus on my breath or to focus on whatever it is that, mm. I, that I might be focusing on. That's, that's your kind of formal uh, sitting practice. Mindfulness is the kind of everyday um, application of it so you can you know you can mindfully listen to music you can mm. mindfully wash the dishes you can mindfully play with your children it's it's whatever you're doing in that moment is whatever you're doing um, and w- one way of of describing it is uh, it's kind of paying attention on purpose in a particular way so you've chosen, okay, I'm going to focus on my breath or okay. Uh, so for example, washing the dishes is a big one. So Thich Nhat Hanh is a, is a Vietnamese Buddhist. Uh, he's, he, he writes a lot on meditation and and uh, mindfulness. And his, his particular one that a lot of people quote is around washing the dishes. So he would say when you're washing the dishes, you're just washing the dishes. So you're, you're feeling the water, uh, you're feeling the water on your hands. You mm. feel the sponge, you smell the the washing up liquid. You feel the heat of the water um, in your hand. So just what you're doing is 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 just what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And the same with listening to music. So you can mindfully listen to music. When I'm walking to... Actually, I only thought of it today as I was walking on the new... Oh! Was that, that you? Was that me? No, that's you, dude. Oh, sorry. Jay-Z. <laughs> Again. Again. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned listening to music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Asked me to fucking sign up to... Uh, Deezer, is it? That was Tidal. Deezer. Oh, <laughs> Tidal. Tidal, all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big shout out. We're actually on Deezer. So if you're listening we to are, Deezer, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not in Tidal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking of it today. So normally when I'm walking to work, I'm not mindfully walking to work. I'm normally mindfully listening to music. Yeah. <laughs> just as I'm walking to work. Mm. Um, I, I just happen to be walking in a particular direction as, as I'm listening to music. Um, so you know if you're mindfully listening to music you're just listening to music because normally you know normally what we do in our lives is you might be there might be a film on the background you might be on the laptop or you might have your phone and yep. uh, you're sitting there and you're doing you know you're scanning through Twitter or you're clicking on Facebook Yeah, you're not mindfully doing anything Yeah, you're, you're distracted um, so in, in Buddhism it calls it uh, what's called in terms of our thoughts it calls it monkey mind so it's like monkeys jumping from one branch to another, eating a bit of fruit, jumping off to another one, eating another bit of fruit. You know, you're constantly jumping from one thing to yeah, the other. Yeah. Um, and it's very much about moving from kind of being a, a human doing to a human being. So you're just, you're just being. 
Okay. You're just in the moment. And and the best the best people for this are kids. Kids are forever in the moment. Mm. When kids are playing, they're just playing. When when they're engaged in something, they're just engaged in something. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we kind of lose all of that um as we as we get that little bit older because what oh, Jesus I don't fucking think be playing her now. You've got to get that fucking knocked on for work and Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck's sake, just gonna take the dinner now before she gets yeah. home or there'll be fucking war and you know, we're we're Yeah. You're fucking the the, the hamster is whizzing around on the wheel inside your head there. But do you not have to do that to a certain extent? Um, you know, you you get in from work and you stick to dinner on. The kids are playing away. Mm. All right, well, look, I have to stick something on for them as well. Uh, looking at the time, to put the, the pot on now to boil mm-hmm. the food and then I have to mm. do this and then I have to clean up at the same time or whatever. And then, oh, shit, I have somebody from work ringing me as well over a text here of WhatsApp going. I've, uh, you know, Facebook notifications, Twitter, bing, 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 listening mm-hmm. to the radio at the same time. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's that's why it's important to make time to be mindful doing something mm. to come back into the present moment. Okay. Um so with and with the meditation, um, that's the kind of that's the kind of well that you draw from them, as as you apply mindfulness every day. Okay. So so you know you've, and I'd always recommend to people you know you meditate in the morning because it it sets you up for the day. Because normally what happens if you sit down to meditate in the evening is what happens then is your mind just tends to be going over everything that's okay that's happened to. Right. Okay. So you need to start out fresh, basically, in, into your evening. Yeah, mm. now look, any any meditation, the only bad meditation is no meditation. Okay. Very you good. Know, so I say that about exercise. Say, the know, only bad exercise is no exercise. Or the only yeah, bad workout yeah, is yeah. no workout. Um, <laughs> no workout. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so, and, you know, clients going, oh, I was sitting there, I couldn't even fucking, oh, I fucking like just couldn't even get the account of whatever. And I was doing this and I was doing that. Mm. I was like, but the times when you catch yourself, that you become aware that, you've been distracted. That's the mindful part. Because we, we spend almost every other minute of every day not being aware of what we're thinking. Okay. So it's okay to do that, but as you're saying, you need to come back. Mm. You know, mm. and in order mm. to do that, it's good to practice meditation, to yeah. come back into the moment or be mindful. Because, you know, unless you're in, unless you're in physical pain, there's nothing wrong with it that's not coming from your own head. Oh, but true. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're either dwelling on something that's happened um, or you're anxiously anticipating something that, that might happen. Mm. So you tend to be living in the past or living in the future. But when okay. you just come back into the present moment, focus on your breath. And this is why, you know, we stress so much about focusing on your breath because you can't breathe in the past and you can't breathe in the future. Mm. When good. you take a breath, you're only breathing in the here and now. Mm. And as I said, unless you're in physical pain, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not coming from your own head. Mm. Um, this is why it's particularly good for anxiety because it brings you back into you know, the here and now. Don't, yeah. don't be running off because very often, it, you know, with our thoughts, it can be like, uh, it's nearly like you're out walking the dog and then, you know, sometimes it feels like our thoughts are having us. So you kind of have to get the dog back on the lead. Have to go, whoa, whoa, here, I'm walking you here now. You, you get back here instead of being dragged off by the dog. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're bringing, no, 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 back at the heel. You come back here now. I'm so that's basically, you. yeah, you're saying I'm in control. Thoughts mm-hmm. aren't in control. I'm in control. I control the yeah. thoughts. Okay, they're, they're good. my thoughts. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, I was in Costa Coffee there about a year ago. 
and uh, I was having my lunch. I said, I'm going to have to get out of work here for an hour. Work was crazy busy. And uh, went to Costa and I said to myself, I'm going to sit down here, I'm going to have a coffee. I'm not going to take out my phone. Mm. I felt so self-conscious. It was. I <laughs> swear to God, over there, not scrolling on his Look phone. At that freak with no phone. Look at him just looking around at everybody on their phones or with people. You know, but I it's felt exactly so, what I did today. I I felt so like Jesus, like this is weird. You know what I mean? Mm, I mm. I need to take up my phone. I need to see what my friends are at. You know what I mean? Do mm, I have any messages mm. from people? Do I have emails or you know what I mean? That uh, again, that social contact. When you have no social contact, you're reaching for it all the time. But yeah, I just yeah. I felt. I don't know, weird. You know what I mean? I felt like that person just standing outside a shop staring at people walking past. Yeah. The weirdo. That's exactly what know? I did today. <laughs> exactly what I did today as we were talking about it. I said, well, like, you know, you know, put it into practice today just to kind of as, as an example. Mm. So I went into Firecastle, I got a cup of mint tea and literally sat outside, took the headphones out and just sat there. I was aware of the temperature of the cup in my hands. You know, aware of the taste of the tea, aware mm. of the people that were walking past, aware of the wind. You know, it's just in the present moment. Yeah. yeah. So it, it it is that awareness of our surroundings. It's an awareness of our thoughts, our bodies, our emotional states. But the key part of it is responding non-judgmentally to it. So particularly with our thoughts, particularly with our emotions, because usually it's not what's wrong with our emotions. Typically, it's how we react to those emotional states. Okay. So when we're sad, we you know we can get we can get pissed off about being sad. Mm. You know I don't want to be sad. I want to be happy. Um, and you know we have an aversion then to anything we don't like. So obviously we want to get away from being depressed. Obviously we want to get away from being anxious. We want mm. to get away from feeling sad, whatever it may be. Whereas, and I only had a bit of client. Only had a club with a client yesterday. There'd been a breakup, and you know, it's like, oh, I fucking shouldn't be still, you know, kind of feeling sad about this. I was like, we spoke with the two arrows before, didn't we? Refresh the listeners' memory. I'll tell you for anyone that hasn't <laughs> for anyone that hasn't heard of it. So in in Buddhism, the and this is where you know. So as we said, mindfulness has become the the buzzword, but mm. uh, this is two and a half thousand years old, like in uh, in Buddhist practices. Um. And the Buddha tells a story, uh, what's called it, the, the Sutta of the Two Arrows. And he tells a story that you're walking through the jungle and then you get struck in the leg with an arrow. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you've got a fucking arrow in your leg, but then in your head you start going, who's after fucking shooting me with an arrow? Oh, my God, I'm going to kill whoever it is that's after shooting me with an arrow. What if my leg gets poisoned? Oh, my God, what if I have to get my leg amputated? Oh, my God, I'm never going to be able to work again. Who's going to want to hire someone with with only one leg oh no one's going to ever want to want to marry me who wants to be with the cripple that only has one leg and it can't mm. work and he said that additional suffering is like being hit then by a second arrow okay so very often and, and I'll tell that I tell that I, I tell that analogy to a lot of, of clients because I said okay well it's an, is it not enough that you're feeling sad without being angry that you're feeling sad mm. so let's let's take that second arrow out of it Let's let's let go of the anger and let's just deal with the fact, okay, you're feeling sad. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're feeling lonely, whatever it may be. Okay. That's 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 the first arrow. So it's it's and again, you know, for people that are depressed or for people that are anxious, and I say to the clients the whole time, like, you gotta stop fighting the anxiety. Because mm. all the, obviously the hate is the hate being the hate feeling anxious. And you know, it's 
time started to go on and we started working through it and I was like yeah how's the anxiety yeah, yeah it's been really good this week mm. what's been different yeah, I kind of stopped fighting it okay that 10 weeks ago <laughs> so mindfulness is to what to be right in saying is to tackle it head on nearly it's called it as it is don't it's try not, and not, ignore no, it no it's not it's not even yeah it's probably not even tackling it it's, it's just kind of accepting you know ex- yeah okay. just allowing it just to be so it's kind yeah. of like instead of you know, if you're standing in a river, a fast-flowing river, instead of trying to fight against the waves, you just stand there and let it wash past you. Oh, with it. Okay. So you just kind of acknowledge, okay, I'm feeling sad. Right. Okay. Or, you know, even bring in an attitude of curiosity to it, of, oh, what's that? I'm feeling a little bit anxious. Right. What's that mm-hmm. about? Have that presentation later on. Okay, right. Okay, and what's... You know, so it's it's that kind of attitude. Yeah. Instead yeah. of oh fucking oh Jesus, I can feel the fucking anxiety building up here now. Mm. Oh. You know, fighting against it, have having that aversion to it. Uh, You're paying yeah. attention on purpose mm. in a particular way. You're noticing, deliberately noticing, and with an attitude of non-judgment. Okay. I remember before when chatting to yourself, you were annoyed about something, and you mm. said, "Hold on for a second and you kind of bowed your head for a few seconds. You went, "Now, ready to go." <laughs> what did you I remember, do? I remember what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> I, I know the instant you're talking about. There was, I'd gotten a text message as we were as we were recording a particular episode, uh, something that had, uh, uh, yeah, something, yeah, something that had got to me. Mm. Yeah, so it was just that. It was um, okay. I let that go. Take a breath. Okay. Right. What what let's, goes through your head on. when you're doing that? Nothing. Just focus on the breath. Just the breath. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We do a bit of meditation now, me and you. We will. I'm gonna. Cool. Yeah, we get everyone set up, and uh, you're going to do it. So I'm going to guide you, and everyone to do it then, as, as we're listening. See, we could do this over a couple of weeks. I can, I can, I can do this over a few weeks and do different ones each week. That sounds like a good idea. We could do that. Yeah. We could do part two next week and do part three or Brilliant. whatever like that. Um. So yeah. So that's that's mindfulness. It's, okay. It's it's you know if you ever hear. You know it yourself, um, you know, from doing a gig or you hear sports stars, I was just in the zone. I was yeah. in the zone, you know, so what science, uh, there's a, uh, people uh, that might have heard the expression, I was in a state of flow. Mm-hmm. So being in a state of flow is when we're just fully aware of what it is that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so if you talk about, as we were talking about playing golf earlier on, if if I was, and I can assure you I am not, if I was brilliant at golf and you were shit and we were in competition, neither of us are going to enjoy that. Because you're no challenge for me and I'm too difficult for you. Whereas if you're playing someone the same handicap, you're in the zone. Mm-hmm. Or you're playing a tennis match against someone that's equally matched. You're not thinking about anything else. You're just playing. You're just allowing. Mm. Um, so when you when you hear all these, there, there's a famous one of uh, Ayrton Senna did this kind of infamous lap around Monaco, and he, you know he described it like he's seen God and everything and all this. He was very he was very religious, um, but he just and you know it goes into slow motion and all of this kind of thing. That's just totally being in the zone. That's just pure mindfulness. Mm. You're not thinking about anything else. You're just doing focused what you're it, doing yeah. you're focused on that next inch of the track or whatever it is or that you know what shot you're going to play mm-hmm. or the, you, you know there's no there's kind of no thought it's just it's just being and okay. just feeling it's really about getting out of our heads 
and and into our body and into the into the sensation. Mm. So when you would have heard me talk about before the bottom up approach or the top down approach yeah. with the brain, you know, the cognitive part being the top, the upper part of the brain. And then the bottom up then is anything that involves sensation. So meditation and mindfulness really works from the bottom up, but it influences then the top down approach because mm. it helps us become more conscious and okay. have the cognitive capacity. So so as an example of, the, of, of that thing you mentioned there when, when I got that message and stuff like that, um, it was to have the conscious awareness to go, okay, I can't let this get in my head now. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just get on get on with recording this. Yeah. Whereas instead of going, you know, not and just allowing it to get in at me and we're here recording on me. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but um, with the, you know, mm. but it's just having that awareness to go, right, I need to park that, let it go, mm. happened, that that was that thing. Yeah. <sighs> and get back into it. Mm-hmm. So the signs of it, so as, you know, as, as you did it and as I did it there of breathing out, you know, we spoke about it before, of activating the parasympathetic nervous system. So the sympathetic nervous system is like your is like the accelerator. So that's your fight or flight. So when we breathe in, we activate the sympathetic nervous system. And that's your mobilization. So the okay. opposite of fight or flight is rest and repair. Or rest and digest. Mm. So which is why, you know, you tend to get sick or stressed or anything like that. Because your body just doesn't have the chance to go into shutdown mode. Okay. Generate new cells and all of that. It's just in kind of crisis mode putting right. out the fires okay you know but the opposite of fight or flight is the rest and repair of where we just and that's that's where we breathe out ah. and that's activating the parasympathetic nervous system that that puts us into so uh for anyone that ever gets a fright if you ever see anyone you know you go in and get yeah. the misses a fright <gasps> first thing to do the gasp so you in take a short yeah. intake yeah. yeah you get that but that's and that's the the, the sympathetic nervous system and then afterwards yeah. Oh, you fucking bastard. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Mm. <sighs> Fuck yeah. But it's all... <sighs> yeah, it's all out, yeah. It's all out breath. Right. It's all yeah. threat past. Because if you're feeling anxious, you're not taking long, deep breaths. Yeah. <sighs> Sharp. Fuck. In breaths, yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you're trying to get in oxygen as quick as possible. Mm. And, and you're very constricted. Whereas... Hmm. <sighs> That's a very different. That's a very different sensation. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Any any questions around any of them? Uh, it was on the CBT episode. I think you mentioned it earlier as well about uh, bringing yourself back into the here and now, mm. where you'd go, okay, I'm going to look around the room. There's mm. a table. There's a chair. There's the clock is on yeah. the wall. Yeah. And again, you know, back mm, in the room, bring yeah. you back in. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was uh, you know five things, five things you can see. Uh, mm you know five things you can smell or whatever you know work, yeah. just working your way down okay try and find three red items in the room you know it's all about okay. back into immediate yeah, sensation yeah. Uh, okay three things you can hear okay I can hear the home of the light downstairs I can hear the home of the microphone mm-hmm. you know three things you can feel okay I can feel my left foot on the ground I can feel my thighs my buttocks on the chair I can feel the back of the chair on the middle of my back. Mm. So it's all about coming back into the present back moment. In, yeah. yeah. What I'm a uh, devil for is procrastinating. Mm-hmm. 
Like I could start to do something and I'll go, ooh, look at this. You know, I'll pick up something else. Go, <laughs> that's, monkey, that's monkey mind. That's exactly yeah, what I was talking about, monkey mind. That's it. And it, I'm the same in work because work is very much, um, you you have to have like five or six things going at the same time or else mm-hmm. you get nothing done. Mm-hmm. So you're doing this, mm-hmm. you're doing this, you're listening back to this, you're doing this, you know what I mean? I'll go, and I'm thinking, oh, right, I'll, I'll edit that at this mm-hmm. point and I'll do this, this, this. And all the while I'm over here doing some admin work or something like that. So... I just I get distracted very easily like somebody would ring me or email me and I go oh Eva right let's go Mm. have a look at this blah 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 Mm. Mm. is there any mindfulness techniques you can use to stop somebody from procrastinating Um, well I don't know if you're talking about procrastinating I think what what, you know you're talking about being distracted or multitasking that's what you're talking about there but at the same time I'm easily distracted you yeah, know, yeah, and then yeah, I'm on yeah, Twitter yeah. or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that, uh, that was an email. Sorry, no, I was listening to something. Mm, uh, mm. Okay, right. It's the, it's the monkey mind that I was talking about earlier. So one of, one of the things I love doing, you know, you know, particularly you know a lot of women will talk and a lot of female clients will talk. Oh, so you know what you men are like? You're not good at multitasking. Multitasking, yeah. yeah. And actually, I go well. Actually, <laughs> multitasking <laughs> is proved to be inefficient. Okay. So what's actually what's actually more efficient is. Send that one email, send that one tweet, make that one phone call. Because our mind, you can't concentrate on two things at the same time. What happens is you just flicker between them both. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's like, flick, 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 yeah. as opposed to, okay, let me put all this one attention on this email. Even in work, you know, you can send a mindful email mindfully aware that when you're getting ready to bollock someone well actually hang on a second there's there's someone on the end of this that's, that mm. could be affected by this or you know like you know you were mindful not to tell your aunt to fuck off when she was getting on to you about the, the parking space <laughs> mm. you know the, the mindful the mindful way of that was well have a nice day good luck to you mm. you know you chose not to not to respond to that yeah, so yeah. We, you know, we but at the same anything. time I still kind of questioned afterwards should I not have just went no, no, okay. So I'm happy enough I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So I was obviously mm-hmm. mindful enough not to go. There's the well, what, what, yeah. So <laughs> what, what's coming in there is that's that's the ego that's coming in there. The ego is coming in, gone. I should have told her to fuck off. She was in the wrong. Mm. That's all about. That's the, all about the ego. Mm-hmm. Which we all have, and which we all need. Uh, you mm. know, kind of sense of self. Yeah, uh, the ego gets bashed a little bit. Ego is not a bad mm. thing. I do think we need an ego. You no, know, we do. Yeah, people yeah, need yeah. egos. It's just yeah. how big to get and how people mm, use exactly but in, in a case like that then the ego comes in and go no you're wrong mm. and I've got the video footage and look at how you're wrong and fuck you <laughs> and I don't care about you that's that's all ego me mm. and, and, and the self-protection and I'm right and you're wrong cool right we do with a meditation learn to meditate yes let's do this okay. alright well, but I'd say I'll just add, a, add, add the caveat for people that may be listening uh, in the car don't be you know you can mindfully drive okay yeah by yeah. all means mindfully drive um if people drove mindfully all the time there'd be a lot less accidents absolutely and we oh, wouldn't have, looking we, was, we was have crazy women screaming out of some parking spaces <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> yeah so we're going to we're going to do a quick meditation okay okay lovely and i'm going to use you as the I, I, I direct this towards you yeah yeah <laughs> so for anyone for anyone listening along at home um if you're on the train and you know as, and, and you kind of rightfully touched on it at the start of you know i thought meditation was sitting there cross-legged going oh oh money bad me oh money you know and that's that is a form that's that's one form but this is this is meditation that no one's even going to know you're you're doing 
as you said. Okay. Okay. First, first thing to address then is posture. So if you're if you're sitting on a chair, kind of stick your arse back into the back of the chair, so you're not slouched. Um, and to think of the to think posture wise, if you think kind of dignified, regal, mm-hmm. you're sitting there. You're sitting there like I'm the fucking man. You know, you're not bolt upright. You're not rigid, but you're not slouched either. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a nice upright posture. You can close your eyes whenever you're ready. And I'll talk through the rest of it then. So just to begin, just in your mind noticing perhaps any sounds outside of the building that you might be aware of. Just noticing those sounds. Not letting your mind get caught up telling a story around those sounds. Just noticing them. Perhaps noticing the sound furthest away that you're most aware of. Again, just noticing, not trying to identify the sound. Not trying to label the sound. Just allowing that sound to be a part of your present experience. Moving that awareness from sounds outside of the building. Become aware of sounds outside of the room. Again, just noticing the sounds. Or perhaps where there may be no sound. Noticing the silence in between the sounds. Moving that awareness from outside the room. Becoming aware of any sounds within the room. Just noticing. Not telling a story. Not labeling. Not identifying. Just allowing the sounds within the room to be a part of this present experience. And now within the room, just perhaps noticing any odours that may be in the room. Noticing the sensation of smell. Becoming aware of the temperature within the room. Feeling the exposed parts of the body, perhaps the face and neck, the hands, wherever the skin makes contact with the air within the room. Feeling your 
skin make contact with the space within the room. Moving the awareness now away from the external, becoming aware of the internal. So in your mind, just noticing whatever mood you may be feeling at the moment. Whatever emotional state you may be in at the moment. Not labeling it as good or bad. Just being aware of how you're currently feeling. If this current mood was perhaps the weather, just noticing what kind of a day it would be. Cloudy day, stormy day, rainy, sunny, warm. Just noticing what your current emotional state would be like if it was the weather. And like the weather that's ever changing, whatever it is that we're currently feeling will also pass like the weather. This too shall pass. Or if your current mood was a color just noticing what that colour may be. Or if your current mood, your current emotional state was a sound, just noticing what that sound may be. Moving the awareness now away from the thoughts and becoming aware of sensations within the body. Starting to do that by just bringing your awareness and feeling the soles of your feet make contact with the ground. If you're wearing shoes, feeling your foot inside of the shoe, noticing the points of contact between the foot and the shoe. Perhaps you can feel it around the heel or the sole of the foot or the toes. The upper part of the foot. Becoming aware of the ankles the calf muscles at the back of the leg. And just noticing as we go through if there is any tension, just breathing awareness into the area wherever there may be tension and letting it go. 
breathing awareness into the area and breathing out, releasing the tension from the area. Moving up from the feet, the calves, the shins, the knees. Becoming aware of the thighs, making contact with the chair, the buttocks, the genitals. Allowing the chair to take the weight of the body and allowing the feet to rest on the floor. Moving around the hips, becoming aware of the lower spine. Moving that awareness up the vertebrae, up towards the ribs. And just noticing as you breathe in, how the ribs at your back expand as you breathe in. Contract as you breathe out. Moving the awareness up towards the shoulders. Letting go of any tension in the shoulders. One way of doing that is just rolling the shoulders around. Bringing the shoulders up to the ears. Rolling them backwards. And allowing the shoulders to drop away from the ears. Allowing the neck to relax. One way of doing that. Rolling the head around on the top of the neck. Bringing the chin down to your chest. And the back of your skull to your shoulders. Rolling it around. Clockwise. Rolling the head. And then allowing the skull to balance nicely. On the top of the spine. Moving the awareness up to the necks, up to the face. Allowing the jaw to relax. Letting go of any tension around the chin. Bringing a feeling of ease to the cheeks. Allowing the muscles around the eyes to relax. Letting go of any tension around the forehead. Even allowing the scalp to relax. Allowing the ears to relax. Moving the awareness down to the shoulders. Becoming aware of the upper arms. Notice how the upper arms move as you breathe in and breathe out. Bringing the awareness down to the elbows. Feeling the forearms. Perhaps noticing where the hands I protrude from the clothing. Becoming aware of the palm of the hand on the left hand. If your hands are resting on your thighs or whatever they may be resting on. Feeling the contact 
with your hand and whatever it may be resting on. Becoming aware of the fingers on the left hand, the thumb. Bringing that awareness to the right hand, the palm of the right hand. Whatever it may be making contact with. Not thinking about that area. Feeling the sensation. The fingers on the right hand. The thumb on the right hand. So an awareness now from the soles of the feet the toes, moving up toward the ankles, the calf muscles at the back of the leg, the shin bone at the front, the knees, noticing the bend of the knee as you sit down. Perhaps you may be able to feel the clothing gather around the knee at the crease of the knee, up towards the thighs, the buttocks, the genitals. Again, perhaps noticing the clothing gather around the thighs, around the groin. Up toward the hips and bringing the awareness to the belly. And as you breathe in, allowing the belly to expand And allowing the belly to drop as you breathe out. So allowing the belly to expand as you breathe in. Drop as you breathe out. Bringing that awareness to the chest. Noticing how the chest expands as you breathe in. Contracts as you breathe out. Noticing how the shoulders rise as you breathe in. Drop as you breathe out. Again, becoming aware of your body, the sensations, the breath. Expanding that awareness to sounds within the room. Sounds within the building. And sounds outside of the building. And then whenever you're ready, just bringing the practice to a close, opening your eyes and going back. Cool. How was that for you?
This is going to sound really bizarre. The room looks mm-hmm. a little bit different. <laughs> because I had my eyes closed, obviously, for the last mm. uh, while and you're focusing on different things. And uh, yeah, it was great where you go from outside the building back in to yourself, back out, mm. you know. Mm. Um, yeah, it was cool. Really chilled out. I didn't realise how uncomfortable I was in a bloody chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that? Just small little things. Because when I'm talking to you, I'm kind of crouched down mm, a little bit. Mm, but mm. sitting up straight, I thought to myself, Jesus, next time I better get a chair. And mm. They were one That's of the thoughts that were going through my head. And I was thinking, yeah. no, 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 try and get rid. And then yeah, look, your mind, your mind will wander. Mm. Don't worry about that. Uh, you know, it's it's when you catch it and bring it back. So, I mean, that was that was 15 minutes. Wow. Really? Mm. felt about five minutes. That's always, that's always Jeez, my favourite bit. That's amazing. <laughs> I love when I say that to people. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Fucking hell. Yeah, so, you know, just that's why it's important to get the posture right. Mm. So, you know, that upright, dignified posture, but you're not bolt upright. Yeah. And in terms of in terms of your head, um, you know, kind of looking at the horizon straight in front of you and perhaps mm. just dropping, dropping the chin, perhaps, maybe about an inch. Okay. So you're looking ahead and then just... Dropping the chain ever so slightly. So you're not sitting with the, you know, you're not bolt upright nearly looking at the ceiling. Mm. But you're also not looking down at your belly button. Okay, so it's yeah. a kind of nice, a nice, a nice posture. As you were saying, you know, let the um, the skull rest on the neck, effectively, mm. you know. Mm. Um, it took me a while to get into it because when you're talking about sounds, obviously mm. I have headphones on when I'm talking to you. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I suffer from tinnitus, so all I can hear yeah. is beep. it wasn't until you said you know feel the temperature of the room that's when Mm. that's when I stopped hearing the tinnitus yeah and I know some people do say that tinnitus can be a psychological thing and you can learn psychological techniques to try and get Mm. rid of it Mm. I've heard of it I haven't looked into it it's probably something I should Mm. look into Um, there you go now (laughs) mm. but uh, yeah and then just as I'm saying just the odd time my back I went oh hold on that's uncomfortable you know, mm. but uh, yeah, it was just nice, just a nice zone to be in. But you know, again, thoughts kind of pop into your head like, geez, well, yeah. I'll have to stick on the heating tonight. Oh, try and forget <laughs> about that, right? Did I set that to series link? No, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, the little things that pop in, you're trying to go, you're in doing mode. Yeah, 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 as um, opposed to being mode. How, how do you um, get rid of them? Do you just try and ignore them or nah, just focus back on the breathing? Just notice again? it. Oh, I'm distracted again, okay. Mm. Or some, sometimes what can help uh, is kind of labelling it. So you go, okay, thinking. Okay. Let it go. Yeah. Thinking or ruminating. Or, like you were saying, you know, you know feel, what emotion do you feel now? Mm. Or, you know, mm. yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Not, that was good. You know, just, just noticing it. Mm. Not labelling it as good as bad or not, no, it's this fucking shit. Okay, I'm feeling sad. Okay, I'm feeling sad. Yeah. Feeling a little bit anxious. Okay, I'm feeling anxious. Mm. Um, maybe just just noticing and and just allowing it, just allowing that water to to wash past you mm. instead of fighting the wave. Um, one thing you mentioned earlier about the the breathing, you're more relaxed when you're breathing out. So I was trying mm-hmm. to breathe out longer than I breathe in. Does that make sense? Yeah, just the body knows how to do it. Just just let the body okay. it'll do that itself automatically. Mm. You'll notice the change in your breathing pattern as as you go along, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and so the, do you the do body this knows how to breathe uh, I would do some form of that there every day yeah. would you do a longer version shorter version or depending on what time I have so, okay. you know, I might do 3 minutes I might do I might do 20 minutes actually I was only looking at my there's an app I use um, 
for meditating. Uh, I've used it on and off over the years, but I always, I always end up coming back to it because it's my, uh, it's my favorite one. What's it called? Uh, Insight Timer. Oh, okay. It's called. Um, so, so it gives you milestones and stuff like that. So my longest consecutive days meditating was six hundred twenty. Wow! Didn't miss one. In six hundred and twenty days, yeah. Six hundred and twenty. My goodness, nearly two years. And then, then, then the total of on this app, as I said, I would have used other apps, or if I didn't have this, I'd, I'd be meditating anyway. Mm. Is uh, twenty five thousand seven hundred minutes. Think of all the things you could have done within that bloody time. That was a waste. <laughs> Think of all the things I didn't do in that I'm time. only messing. Mm. Mm. Um, and when you meditate, do you need um, a recording or something to say? You know, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. I you tell yourself, do you? Focus on my breath. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, just focus on my breath or do a body scan like that. So 25,700 minutes works out at 428 hours. 428 hours just with, the, with that app mm. yeah, with that app yeah. yeah brilliant and you've obviously seen the benefits of it absolutely yeah yeah. which are I, I, I would say it was I would say it's fairly life changing yeah in terms okay. of control of your own mind in terms of control of your emotions mm. you know, just awareness yeah yeah it's hard for me to kind of differentiate because I started meditating when I started my course when I when I started doing my certificate course, I did a I did a course up in the Dublin Buddhist Centre, and um, that's where that's where I learned to meditate. And then um, obviously they'd be speaking about little bits of Buddhism. I was like, oh, I like that kind of shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that 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 got my interest in Buddhism. And then you know I I became a Buddhist. And I remember saying to to one of the, the teachers up there, I was like. Uh, yeah, it's like, you know, this is the kind of stuff I've believed all along. It's like, do you have a name for it? He goes, oh, he says, yeah, a lot of times you can be a closet Buddhist. <laughs> Not even know it. <laughs> I can um, know the closet. <laughs> I remember, um, I remember that it was something that intrigued me years ago as well, Buddhism. And I bought a book while we were, uh, South Nora went away to Galway for the weekend. And I think we were out the Cliffs of Moher and I was in like the, the souvenir shop and I seen this little mm. book called The Little Book of Buddha. I thought, I'm going to get yeah, this and yeah. flick through it. And I thought, geez, the stories are fantastic. The concepts are uh, mind-blowing. Mm. The only thing that kind of put me off was uh, Buddhists don't believe in, uh, you know, getting nervous or getting excited about something. No, no, I mean, that's that's a bit of a misconception because to be a Buddhist, you don't have to believe anything to be a Buddhist. I mean, to be a Catholic, you have to believe that Jesus is the risen son of God. He was born of a virgin, died, and on the third day he rose again. Mm. And, you know, with with taking communion and transubstantiation, you know, the the Catholic perspective of that is that it's literally after the blessing, the body of Christ. Mm. Um, With Buddhism, you don't have to believe that. You don't, it's not about beliefs. It's about a kind of existential way of being. Um, and you, you do what's called going for refuge. Um, so you go to, you look to the Buddha as the, as the kind of something to aspire to. As you know, the Buddha is not a god. The Buddha was a man. It's just someone that achieved enlightenment. And kind of as if he, he can do what you can do if you, if you follow these teachings. Okay. Um, so you look to the Buddha as the kind of ideal to, to aspire to. You look to his teachings, which are called the Dharma. Uh, as as the way to do that, and then the sangha, which is the which is the spiritual community. So they're called the they're called the three jewels, um, and it's just about how you live your life. You don't have to believe 
and even the Buddha, even the Buddha would said like, uh, you know, kind of don't believe it just because I've said it. Go out and test it for yourself. Oh, very good. Yeah. And that being the case, then that is the Dharma. That is the way. Mm. Um, so it's not like you have to fucking do what I tell you to do. So like, no, no, you, just, you know, you, you go do you. If it works, <laughs> or I you, will then, injure you. Then great. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not, he's not a god, you know. And this is why a lot of people yeah. don't consider Buddhism uh, a religion, more, more a philosophy or, or mm. an existential uh, kind of kind of way of being. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, we want to discuss that a little bit more. Uh, religion in general, in uh, in more mm. depth, definitely mm. uh, on another episode because I am interested to hear more about uh, more about Buddhism. Mm. Um, that's very cognitive you know that's why I like mm. it and you know a lot of it I mean that was that was the title of my thesis so my thesis from a degree was um, um, mindfulness and beyond utilising Buddhist principles for the alleviation of suffering okay. it ties in so much it's about controlling our own mind watching our own thoughts um, and uh, I had mentioned it on one of the other podcasts but for anyone that didn't hear it so the, the opening lines of the Dhammapada which is a, a collection of the Buddhist teachings is experiences are preceded by mind led by mind and produced by mind so it's all in the mind very true yeah yeah you yeah. Know, suffering is in the mind happiness is in the mind mm. and once we can control that we can we can live a better life yeah brilliant so would you say the same about mindfulness we can tap in into mindfulness if we yeah, can, like I said, you can do anything. Yeah, you can do anything mindfully. Mindfully listen to music. Mindfully drive. Uh, mindfully have sex. Mindfully drink tea. Mindfully wash dishes. Just mm. what you're doing is just what you're doing. You're you're in the present moment. I uh, I'd imagine you know, if you're mindfully doing one thing at a time, somebody might come up to you and go, Are "You all right? You don't you don't <laughs> seem yourself. Are you okay?" <laughs> you know? They're not going to know. I mean, you, you know, I can sit here. I mean, you can be in the office. You know, you can look at the clock down at the bottom of the, the corner of your laptop computer. No one's going to know. Just focus on your breath for, mm. you know, go into the toilet, sit there three minutes, become aware of your breath, become aware of your surroundings. And is it something no you can do on the bus, sitting on the train? Yeah. No one is, knows. Is it something you can do in the bank when you're queuing or something, you know, yeah, that, without that, having that, to close your one. eyes? It's just yeah, soften your gaze maybe there. or something or... Yeah, just mm. standing there, feel your feet on the floor. So I would, uh, I haven't worn them in a while, but normally I'd wear Malabeads. Um, and, you know, if I was in a bank or anything, I just, or stand in a queue, I just slip them off and just, you know, so one, one, one practice with that would be, you know, as you breathe in, you move one bead, breathe out. Okay. Breathe in, move the next bead. So it's, you know, it's just about focusing, your, focusing on your breath. Yeah. You know, just a reminder to be, to be mindful. So you're standing there, you're aware of the air conditioning. You're aware of the woman in front of you. you yeah. Maybe you can smell her perfume. You're aware of, you know, it's just awareness. Just okay. Present awareness. That's the mindful piece. So what, what, what we did there was meditation. Mm-hmm. But you can stand mindfully in the bank. Right. I get you. I get you. Mm. Um, I do, I have to say, I do feel more relaxed after that. Mm. More relaxed, more at ease, chilled out. Yeah. I did say don't listen if you're driving. So I don't want anyone fucking suing us <laughs> saying that they fell asleep behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> suing you. I said nothing. I was meditating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sticking that on me malpractice insurance. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, let's leave that there. We really hope you like what you heard. Uh, if so, give us a rating, subscribe. Uh, you can leave a comment or if you think someone you know would benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. Uh, stick it on your social media. Uh, it could make a big, big difference in their lives. And of course, we would love to hear from you if there is anything you want us to cover, discuss, or if you have a story to tell, we would love to hear from you. You can get in touch by email, straighttalkingpodcast at gmail.com. Get us on Twitter at STRATalkingPod. We're on Facebook and Instagram as well. And you can follow the hashtag the hashtag you can follow the hashtag <laughs> STMH uh, big shout out as well to uh, Fiona Bryan the podcast music producer he is an amazing producer and beat maker get him on Facebook at FOB beat singer rapper whatever the hell he will get you some music for it and do you know what he's doing as well he's doing cash for tash this month um, so we better do a, a link to his uh, his charity page yeah he's growing a tash for November mm-hmm. and uh, we, we'll stick it up there any donations would be greatly appreciated and it's all to raise awareness for men's health this month we probably should have done something like that probably ah well there's always there's always <laughs> they, did, they didn't reach out to us uh, <laughs> we, had, we had the guys on before and uh, uh, we had um, uh, on the well that's true yeah. Yeah, yeah they, that's they right, were yeah. trying to start something for, for November and stuff that's like right that. yeah, yeah. Um, mm, we're so. ahead of the fucking posse I'm telling you man <laughs> we're ahead of the game Jesus uh, November I'll have to start in January <laughs> look at this look at this smooth face <laughs> baby face <laughs> right Mr. Clark last word with you dude a message of inspiration from your unique outlook on life stop doing start being Street talk. mental health Street talk. mental health Street talk. mental health